Hey, it's Fran Harris, founder of Athletes Who Mean Business. Our company empowers current and retired athletes to monetize their brands and expertise and build big businesses. This show answers one question. How can you leverage your sports celebrity and even non-sports talent and skills to have greater impact, influence, and income? If you're ready to play on a bigger stage, you're in the right place at the right time. Be sure to subscribe and review the podcast. Here's today's episode. A new spin, an important spin on an old but very important topic. So we are talking about list building, list building. It's Fran Harris. We are going to be talking about why you've got to change the way you have been doing your list building. New Jack City. Some of y'all are old enough to, to know what that is. We're talking, we're not talking about the old Jack. We're talking about New Jack City, old list building is not hard at all. You've probably heard of the topic of list building. That's when you try to get people to get on your mailing list, your email list, so that you can, as most people would think, nurture them, befriend them, make them feel good and warm and fuzzy, and then ultimately sell them something. That's old list building. And When I first got online in 1998, yes, I'm celebrating year 21 online. I'm 21 years old online. I'm legal online, but I've been making money online since since 1998. And back in the day, that's what you did. You got, you know, you tried to build this huge list so that people would like you. And then maybe one day you could tell them that you sell some stuff that can help change their lives. And then they would buy that stuff from you. Remember? Some of you remember that. Some of you are newer to online marketing and don't realize that the way some people are still marketing their list and doing their list building is antiquated. So old list building is not hard at all. I could teach every single one of you who is listening to me live or who will watch this and replay how to build a list of 3,000 people in the next 30 days. It ain't hard at all. But what we're going to talk about tonight is list hustle. Three list building techniques for building a posse that buys. Very different than list building from back in the day. Even from 10 years ago, people were still teaching about, oh, you need to do this, then you need to nurture, then you need to engage, and you need to do all this, whatever. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I built a list, thousands, 10,000. Most of those people from back in the day, 1998, 99, 2000, were just sitting on that list. Most of the money that I made was from about, you guys have heard the old 80, 20% rule, was like from 20% of the people. But there were at least 9,000, and maybe that's an exaggeration, but you guys know what I mean. I mean, most of them were just sitting there, reading the newsletter, coming to the webinars, whatever, but they were never buying. They were never doing anything. Those people don't want to change their lives because in order to change your life, you got to take a radical step in the direction of what you want. And those people were just chilling on the list. So yes, I had a big list, but the buyer list within that list was just around 20 or 25%. And you need to understand that. So why would you spend a whole lot of time trying to build a big list? What you need to be doing is building a list of buyers. And I'm going to give you some examples of those kinds of websites that you can build and why, I mean, that you can do to try to bring those kinds of buyers into your posse. 
and why you need to forget about building a huge list. You don't need a huge list to be successful online. You need a targeted list of people who are ready for their lives and businesses to be changed, and therefore they are ready to invest in themselves through your programs, products, and services. Do we have that? Is everybody with me on that? All right, let's jump into List Hustle. Three list building techniques for building a posse that buys. So first of all, what's a posse? You guys are probably overdosed on the word tribe, target audience, all that stuff. I call my folks a posse because they ride with me. And I've got people on my list who have been riding with me since day one, since 1998. Moved with me through a decade to 2008 when I started doing my Millionaire Summit. They've been riding with me. Some people jumped on the train in 2008. They've been riding with me for the last 11 years. Remember, I've turned 21 this year online in online years. Been online marketing, making money for 21 years. So I call them my posse because they ride with me. And I call it, I like posse also because it's a it's a visual. Can't you get a visual of somebody riding with you? Yeah, it's like a, there's a lot of connotations with the posse. And it's just for me, it just fits me better. So a posse is a group of people, large or small, who believe in you, what you do, how much it helps them, they want to ride with you. And so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Then it becomes down to, do you need a posse? Well, here's if you need a posse, if you are actually interested in helping to transform people's lives. If you're not, you really don't need a posse. If you have no desire to spread a message, uh, your methodology to help people or businesses, there's, there's really no need for you to think about building what you may call a tribe and I call a posse because you're not going to do anything with it. So you don't need a posse if you don't have plans to help people have better lives and businesses. Okay. But then I'm assuming if you're listening to me right now, you are interested in transformation, your own, as well as helping other folks who will eventually ride with you in your posse. So how do you pick your posse? <laughs> Say that fast. How do you pick your posse? Um, well, the first thing you want to do is to think about who's got a problem, right? Who's got a problem? Who has a problem? We'll talk about that a little bit later. Who's got a problem that you can solve, right? That's how that's how you start building your list. When I started online in 1998, I was talking to authors and speakers and coaches and consultants and trainers and teachers because that's what that's what I was, right? I had just left my job with Procter & Gamble, started my own company, and so I was teaching people like me to make five, six, and seven figures back in 1998. And so I picked my posse because I knew the struggles and the pain of speakers, coaches, trainers, teachers, consultants. I knew that because I walked through that, right? So I picked my posse because I knew that people like me were struggling with X, Y, and Z. And because they were struggling with X, Y, and Z, and I had walked through that suffering and that pain, I knew that I had that I could be a part of their solution, right? So you can't, people are not going to ride with you if they don't believe that you know what you're talking about. And one way you can know what you're talking about is to have gone through the things that they are going through. So that's one way you can pick your posse. Uh, another way you can pick your posse <laughs> is to actually have experience through teachers, meaning, so let's say maybe you don't have this particular problem that this this particular group has that they're suffering from, 
but you've interviewed people. You know, you became fascinated with the topic. So you started interviewing people who were experts on that topic. So, okay, maybe you didn't suffer what your posse suffering, but you still have the solution because you've sat with the, the gurus, you've sat with the experts on that topic. And therefore you can br- come back and bring the wonderful elixir and the solution to the people who are suffering. Okay. So then it becomes a matter of how do you grow that posse? Once you develop, start to develop your your name, your authority, if you will, your influence in the area of that pain. Again, we can stick with what I told you, how I started out with speakers, coaches, consultants, trainers, teachers, and course creators. I was able to grow that to 10,000 people because my influence in that area as someone who could help speakers get more bookings or help coaches get into corporations and start to build their name and build their training and development companies. So the word started to get out that that's who I was. And therefore you started to be able to grow your posse. So you have to get in obviously and start to build your name within that posse for people to start talking about the fact that you've helped them, that you've been a part of the solution with them. Okay. So let's talk about the three ways you can find and grow your posse. Very simple. Again, if you're just joining me, this is not about building a list of people just to sit on their butt and not do anything because as you've probably heard, people who pay, pay attention. This is about people who are, this is about putting the effort together for you to grow a list of buyers, not to grow a list of people who are just going to sit on their butt and just look for free content all the time. So let me give you an example of a couple of websites that you should visit that will that will kind of illustrate what I'm talking about. So there's a website called Motley Fool, Motley, M-O-T-L-E-Y, Fool. This is a, a team of brothers, and they sell financial literacy. They sell financial education and empowerment. That's what they do. And so when you go to their site, they have a very kind of old school like sales page at, I think it's MotleyFool.com or Fool.com. I think they finally got Fool.com which is a very cool. So you go there and it's just an old school kind of one page sale page and you will see them kind of talk about what they do and how they've been able to do it and who they've helped, whatever. And then they sell you into a $99. That's what it was when I signed up. It was like a $99 newsletter daily, weekly or something like that. Now they didn't necessarily try to get me to sign up for their, I'm doing the air quotes and the rabbit ears newsletter because they're not trying to build a list of people who are going to sit on their butt. They're building a list of people who are serious about financial empowerment and financial independence. So those people they know will spend $99 a year for the promise of financial independence for wealth. So they didn't try to go, oh, get on my list. Let me give you this free thing. And then I'm going to talk to you in three more days and you're going to get this. They're not interested in that. They know exactly who they have coming to their site. And they know if you get to fool.com, and you stay there for a while, you've gotten there because you're interested in financial independence. So why am I trying to sell you something for $2? There's nothing wrong with selling stuff for $2, but their audience is willing to invest at least a hundred bucks, $99 for the promise of financial independence. So they grow their posse every day by doing ads and doing webinars and doing different kinds of things to target, to attract to bring into their circle on their list of buyers, people who are interested in financial independence. Okay. So again, that's how fool.com does it. 
very strategic, very simple. They do probably half a million dollars. I mean, not half a million, half a billion dollars a year, probably close to that. Simple process, not trying to get lazy people on their list. They're looking for buyers. So they don't have a list of of um, people who are just interested in their free newsletter. They have a list of buyers, a very different scenario than what you may have heard or have been taught. Oh, you got to build your list. No, you need to build your list of buyers. Okay. So let's talk about the three ways that you can build your list. Number one, numero uno, you can borrow, you can borrow your list. So what does it mean to borrow your list? And again, all I'm talking about are lists of buyers. I'm talking about buyers. So you can borrow buyers. The way you borrow buyers and build your own buyer list is to partner with people who have your buyers, okay? To partner with people who have your buyers. Well, you say, how do I find the people who have my buyers? Well, first of all, you have to know where your posse is. You have to know who you are looking to get on your list. So that means you have to find out who the influencers are, who the authorities are in the mind of your target avatar. So for me, if we go back to 1998, my list was people who were speakers, coaches, consultants, and those kinds of things. And so to find those people, I just started looking for people that I was attracted to, right? Because I was a speaker, coach, consultant, trainer, those kinds of things. So there were people that were doing things that got me on their list or got me buying things. Those that meant that those people were potential partners. Okay. So to make it plain, if you're looking for recent college grads, right? People who are in the job market or starting their own companies, then you need to Google things like, you know, college graduate coaches or college prep coaches, because those people who are spending money, like in terms of Google ads or search engines, probably are spending money for a reason because it's working. Most people don't keep doing things if it's not working. So let's say if I were looking to attract recent college graduates as a career coach, I might top, type in Google college graduate career coach and then see what pops up that on that first page of Google results. And you'll see the people who are paying, in most cases, sometimes it's organic that they're there, but a lot of times people are paying to run ads to people looking for career coaches if they're, if they're college grads. So you can actually just reach out to those people and see that if you can strike up a joint venture, deal with them, doing things like joint venture webinars or becoming a guest blog, uh, doing a guest blog post on their website. That's borrowing buyers. Because you know if you do business with these people, you are getting in front of the right people. So you didn't have to do a whole lot of research. You didn't have to do a whole lot of finagling. You just found the people who are already speaking to your target audience. And you borrow their credibility by getting in front of their audience. So you know that if you get in front of them, if you do a partner JV, and a partner JV is just like you do a, you know, you teach a class. And that person who's the authority on that topic sends it out to their list. You know, you're getting in front of the right people. So now you've borrowed that. And there's a good chance that you'll get a percentage of those people. If it's a buyer's list, you get a percentage of those people to buy whatever you're selling them. Okay, so that's the first way you can do it. You can borrow credibility through JV partnerships. Okay, guest blogging on targeted websites, doing guest webinars, being a guest on a podcast. That's a fast and furious way to borrow buyers. Okay, let's move on to building. You can actually build your own list, right? So that means you can do some of the things that I just said that you would borrow a list from. So you can start your own podcast. 
and get it in front of your list. You can do Facebook Lives like I'm doing right now and get it in front of your potential list. You can um, do, write blog posts if you want to do that and get it in front of your list. That's how you build your own list. You just organically do it. You just get online and you start talking about the things that your potential buyers would be interested in hearing about. And you try to get them on literally, and I'll talk about this in a little bit. You try to get them their email address so that you can talk to them again. All right. Now, some of you have heard, oh, you have to speak to someone seven to 10 times before they will buy from you. That's not necessarily true. That's very old school. I'm not saying that it doesn't work that way in some cases, but today it's very possible to do a Facebook live to people who've never heard of you and who will buy something from you at the end of that 30 or 45 minutes or an hour, or two hours or how long you train. That's very possible. It happens all the time. I've done that many times and I've had people do that with me many times. So you can build your rapport with your target audience and turn them from, you know, suspects to prospects to customers very quickly if you know how to do that. Okay, you can do that, as I said, through lives, through engaging with them, just through building up your authority and influence. And the third way that you can build your buyer list is to buy it. And so what does that mean? That means that you can actually do ads on social media, Instagram. Uh, I wouldn't do it with Twitter. Not I have, I've used Twitter, but I didn't find it to be very effective in terms of building a list. That That doesn't mean that it can't happen. But most of my buyers come from Instagram and Facebook and then um in mailing on LinkedIn. So you can buy your target list. And in fact, it is the fastest way to buy a buyer list. So you could do ads on Facebook where you get people to attend your webinar or you get people to watch a case study video and then they go and they call you and now you they didn't know you, but now they've had a 30 minute conversation with you and now they're becoming your five or $10,000 customer or whatever, okay? So the fastest way to build a buyer list is to buy it. So you can literally for five, $10 or less a day, you can start to interact with hundreds of people who could be potential for, uh, for buying your programs, products, and services. So the three ways, again, that you can start to build a buyer's list is to borrow it. That's when you do partnerships with people who have your list. To build it, that's where you do it organically, doing Facebook Lives or Instagram Stories or blogging or social media or whatever. Build it without paying for it, and you can buy it. And that's with ads, doing you know, search engine ads, PPC ads, uh, organic ads. I mean, not organic ads, but social media ads on Facebook, Instagram, and those kinds of things. All right. So how do you capture those leads? How do you capture those leads once you get people kind of hooked, once you get people who want to, who are interested in you being a part of their solution? So there are three ways you can do that. So you can have what's called an opt-in form. Opt-in just means that people give you permission to email them. So if you go to some websites, you'll see that form sometimes that pops up or it's already on the site and it says, give me your name and your email address. That's an opt-in form, right? So you'd have to drive people to that website to get them to do that. So the one way you can do it is through an opt-in form on a, on a website. The next way you can do it is by building community. And I talked about that. So you build community like on social. So people start following you on Instagram or Facebook or they follow your posts on LinkedIn or whatever your social media platform of choice is. So you build the community. But see, if you build a community on Facebook and people like you or they join your group, that's another way they join your group or they like your page, then you don't really have their email address. So you're really dependent on Facebook staying in business to be able to speak to your audience. 
So I'm not telling you whether one is right or wrong. I'm just telling you to weigh the pros and cons of each of the methods I'm sharing with you. So you build a community on social, but you don't really have their email address. So you need to figure out a way to get them, get their information in addition to having them in your Facebook group or on your page to get their information so that you can communicate with them away from Facebook or whatever the platform is. And the final way is like on, on YouTube, same thing. If someone joins my channel or subscribes to my channel, then they get notified when I go live, they get notified when I drop a video, those kinds of things, but you don't own that customer data. That's the whole point about the, the last two that I've talked about. If you're building your community on Facebook or building your subs on, on YouTube, you don't own that data. YouTube does. Facebook owns it. So again, you need to find a way to drive those people to your property, to your website, so that you can get their email address and speak to them in a couple of different ways. So not saying you can't be on YouTube and talk to them and build that way. That's a great way to do it. But you also need that data so that you can speak to them away from the properties and platforms that you do not own. Okay. So here's how you do it. Your to-dos are to figure out what problem you can solve. Okay, when I'm talking about building a buyer list, figure out what problem you can solve, all right? And then you got to find out where are the people who are suffering from that problem. So you got to find where they are, online or offline, figure out where they are. And then what you need to do is to go hang out and offer to help. So you need to figure out what the problem, what problem you can solve, where are the people who are suffering from that problem, and then go where they are and hang out and offer to help. So in other words, rather than going into a group and saying, oh, I noticed you are suffering with problem X, Y, Z. Hey, here, here by my book. You don't really want to do it that way, but you go in and offer to help. Go in and be a good community member of that group, of that community. And then you will know organically how to feel out the group to be able to share things. So maybe you'll drop a little checklist. You'll drop an infographic. You'll drop a, a link to a great article on the problem that helps people, whatever. And then people start to see you as someone who wants to help. And, and what will happen is happens all the time in groups that I belong to. People will ask me if I do coaching. People will ask me, am I still doing my events? Right? So you don't want to just jump into a group or a community and start spamming them with your stuff but you need to build some credibility as a community member. And then from there, you can start to feel out when the time is right to, hey, drop the fact that you are going to be doing a webinar on this particular problem. And if people who want to join the, want to watch the webinar because they're going to get their problem solved, then you'll start to see those opportunities show up a little bit more. And, and then you'll also get more opportunities to do what I talked about earlier, which is to do JVs, to do partner events with people. You know, the big thing is just to be a good, a, a good community member, right? Don't just be a salesperson. I love selling. I love the deal, but um, being, having the ability to discern when you should be serving and helping people and knowing when the opportunity is right to, to go bam. And by the way, I can also help you get out of your pain is, is something that takes a little bit of time. So that's pretty much all I wanted to say about building your list. And more than anything, just change the mindset that you might have about building your list and build, building a regular list where people just kind of sit on it and you feel really good about having 10,000 people on your list, but only three people are buying something. Uh, it's probably not the right ratio. So change and shift your mindset about how to build this list. You want to help people. You want to serve people. But at the same time, 
you're going to be working very hard for people who have no desire and no plan to invest in themselves. And then you're going to be frustrated because you're putting out all this great content. You're putting out all this stuff and nobody's doing anything. <laughs> nobody's, nobody is, um, is investing in themselves with your stuff. So you need to come out of the gate providing value, but at the same time, building a list of buyers so that you can actually do business so that you can actually be in business. I've never heard someone say, you know, oh, I hate that I bought that thing from Fran. It didn't help me do anything. But most people are all are asking me actually to do more stuff. You know, when are you going to do a course on this? When are you going to do an event on this or whatever? Because of the value of it, the extent, the extent to which I will serve people is very high. But at the same time, I'm also not afraid to make people an offer. You know, if you really want to go higher or deeper or wider on this topic, you need to invest in yourself, just as I did when I was starting out. So that's it. Your to-do list is to figure out what problem you can solve, figure out where the sufferers are, the people who are suffering from that problem, go out and hang out and help. Now, when I say go hang out where they are, you may need to bring them to you. So if you got people suffering from something that you can help them with, just fire up your computer and do a live or do an Instagram video or do something on LinkedIn or do something on YouTube. These platforms are free and they are free ways for you to build a potential big time buyer list. So I'm going to scoop my little presentation over and um, make sure I didn't miss anybody's question, but there you go. That is it. Go out there and get your list hustle on. Get your list hustle on. I've shared with you three list building techniques for building a posse that buys. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. I just want to tell you that you have such a tremendous opportunity to make a greater splash in the world. What we've done as athletes, not everyone can do. Most of us understand that. But unfortunately, too few of us are leaving a lot of impact, influence, and income on the table. If you want to learn how we help athletes create and build the careers and businesses of their dreams, visit athletesumeanbusiness.com. I'm 100% sure you'll be glad you did. I'm Fran Harris, and I can't wait to help you become an athlete who means business. See you soon.